Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. Other podcasts are available through our website, brumradio.com. Imagine yourself as one of the crew of this faster-than-light spaceship of the future, sharing their curiosity to know the unknown, their tension, their readiness for inconceivable adventures. Baffling questions, astounding questions, that not even the world's greatest scientific minds can answer. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. You are listening to Geeky Brummy. Hello and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. Joining me today is Mr. Guy Halford. That's me. That's it. It's just me. It's just me. We have Viv and Phil Howard we with have us. Two special guests. But they're, they're, Phil Howard. But they're, Does Phil want to speak? Hi. And Vivian Parrish, my beautiful wife. Hello. Hello. They're the silent type, so, so it's just going to be us chit chatting nightly, isn't it? So. so we're actually having a special episode today. So we're at the NEC. We are visiting Transformers Nation, the residential Transformers convention, and we're going to pop to Resorts World for a little bit and have a bit of the fun in the Vortex gaming center, I think. So how, how, how's your week been right anyway? What's, uh... It's been alright. A bit of a quiet one this week. What did we do? We went to an event. You actually trusted me to go to a, a bloggers event with you. I, I took you to play ping pong, yes. At Serve, which is the new ping pong place opened on Cherry Street in Birmingham. Which is an underground bar which does ping pong food, drinks, private hire. Bit of an interesting night out, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, there was a free bar. Oh, you, you were happy straight away. You were happy straight away. Well, you trusted me to come to one of these events, and uh, I feel I feel honoured. I feel like now part of like the elite. But it was like it was weird because there was like so many like corporate and fancy people and Instagrammers. Like, there was this girl there, and she was like doing this Instagram thing where she was putting her finger on a lip and posing for pictures. Like, what is that about? That's not a thing, is it? Like, well, is apparently it? it is now. Oh, I just it, what did you call them? Was it Beckys? They they were a bit Beckyish. Yeah. What is a Becky? Becky is um. Is it's the new corporate lady? She comes out dressed in very corporate stuff, but they go straight for the cocktails. Want a cocktail? 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 Okay. There, there was a Karen in attendance with the Beckys as well. <laughs> it's like the Karen was the master of the Beckys. Nice. I like the fact like Phil's walking towards the NEC. He's obviously carrying a tripe on his back, but to the casual observer, it could be perceived as a sniper rifle. He, he was checked at security coming through, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I mean, we, we all know like the classic Stuart now is apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not wearing black or anything to conceal himself, just uh, just a stripy top. And just got act ca- you just got to act casual when you're carrying a sniper rifle. Around. <laughs> right, as we're doing fashion, Brummy Guide, you want to tell us what you are wearing today? Just a flowery shirt, isn't it? It's a green flowery shirt. Fashion Brummy is not a thing. <laughs> Just, you just want to talk about the fact you're wearing a Transformers t-shirt to a to Transformers event. To basically, you're a sheep, if you ask me. You're a sheep. You're fit, trying to fit in with the rest of the what, people Do you here. think it's like a gig t-shirt where you can't wear the same gig t-shirt to the same event? You, you can't. That's not a thing. You're not allowed to do that. That's like some people who do do that should be like stopped at the door like, look, you may have paid 70 quid to go in. But you don't, you don't wear that t-shirt. It's also like how you don't listen to that band on the day you go to the gig. I always get to me when people buy the t-shirt on the day then go to the toilets to get changed. <laughs> so it's kind of like you're on the 2018 tour wearing a 2018 tour Yeah, t-shirt. no, you, don't, you just don't do that. It's, just, it's, not, it's not a done thing. Phil's shaking his head in, uh, in agreement there. No. It's, it's not right. Um, it's, do you know who does that? Muse fans. 
I'm like, it's probably just alienated half our listenership, but it's a Muse fan thing to do. So what are you looking forward to at the Transformers Nation convention? I've heard there may be some vehicles from the movies outside. Um, Sounds I, pretty cool. I, I, I want to see someone dressed in, in cereal boxes. No, I mean, we know that the cosplay will be a better standard than that. But, uh, <laughs> yes. but ultimately, like, I want someone to brave that and be like, do you know what, yeah, here's some, here's some cereal boxes in this morning. I'm, I'm, and an Amazon Prime box, job done. I'm hoping I'm going to see somebody with a full transforming cosplay here. I mean, that would be good. What? Oh, there you go, there's a new Transformer design right there. Amazon Prime, but... <laughs> That more for the licensing deal for the next Michael Bay movie. It transforms into your package when it arrives at the door. <laughs> transforms into an angry de- delivery driver outside a guy's door. Sounds about right, <laughs> to be fair. Um, anything else you've done this week, Ryan? We went to see Heathers, but I'm sure Phil Ellis will be raving to talk about that. Yeah, I think we'll save that for Phil being back in the studio for the next time. And I think... Uh, yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm, thanks for taking me to the bloggers event though. that was very nice of you to mm-hmm. trust me um, what else have you been up to as your girlfriend is currently in Thailand uh, she's abandoned me I've been trying to keep myself really busy by just uh, like going to the cinema every day pretty much like this is the joys of cinema pass you could just like live in the cinema mm. uh, so I've been seeing various things this week such as Heather's and Christopher Robin and the festival give us a mini review of Christopher Robin and the festival then uh, Christopher Robin E the festival uh, it's like it's just like Simon from the Inbetweeners without Jay, Will, and Neil. So the worst one of the Inbetweeners. Yeah, it's it's like it's. It, I don't think you can capture the festival experience on film. Like they've tried, but I don't think anything ever comes close to going to a festival and actually being there and experiencing it. So I just don't know how they've tried to recreate it. Also, as well, I don't know how where or how they filmed it because they're quite clearly at a festival, but. There's no way you could have filmed at a festival because everybody would be all over the cameras and stuff like that. It's, uh... I'm very impressed you've had a whole five minutes conversation about festivals and not actually managed to say that you also went to Reading VIP once. I did also go Reading VIP once, yes. Uh, I saw various celebrities such as Nicky Graham from Big Brother 7. Uh, did you pee next to anyone in particular? I um, I was in the toilet at the same time as uh, Rupert Grintz, as we've discussed before. Um, when he bashed into me, I said, don't worry about Ron, it's fine. So anyway, on with the show. So this is Guy and I'm at Transformers Nation. What Ryan doesn't know is I'm actually secretly playing a game called Ryan Watch today to see how many people look like Ryan. So far, I've been through the door for five minutes and I've seen three people that look like Ryan. I'll keep you updated. There's Ryans everywhere. We're here today with Simon from Transformers Car Hire here at Transformers Nation. Simon, do you want to introduce us to the vehicles that you have on display here today? Okay, so behind us on there, this little fella, yeah. this is Optimus Prime. You may recognise him. You may <laughs> recognise him from the movies on there, a little yeah. starstruck on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Optimus Prime is here, is owned by Hasbro Toy Company, yeah. and they've kindly lent him us for the day. Tomorrow is off to a nice little charity right. event. So I'm with Andy, who is the custodian of this fine vehicle, which is owned by Hasbro. That's Andy, it, yeah. do you want to talk us about the truck? Yeah, right. It's a Peterbilt 379. It's mm-hmm. aged 1995. It's come from Texas. It's done two and a half million miles. So it has wow. been, it's been to Cybertron and back a few times, <laughs> obviously. Brilliant. 
Hasbro have it as for a marketing tool and it obviously mm-hmm. goes around and does all the shows and the comic cons and yeah. you know, other functions and then when Hasbro don't want to use it they'll let mm-hmm. me use it yeah. to do sort of stuff like this as in Tiff Nation mm-hmm. um, do quite a lot of things for children what's poor you take them for rides and yeah. things for charity and it's definitely got the wow factor so it must be fun driving this around oh yeah definitely what, what's yeah. it like when you're driving down the street and then people recognise the vehicle um, you're just constantly getting people taking photos all the time <laughs> everybody yeah. always wants the oh, horn oh yeah, yeah 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 I get that all the time yeah it doesn't matter it's an old age pension you know, a little kid the old that's yeah. the universal sign of can you your horn yeah and, it, and it's like compulsory you've got to do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it's, it's definitely puts a smile on people's faces mm-hmm. definitely it's not the easiest thing to drive for definite no I can imagine and, and done stuff like I've been in London for a day and yeah. Hasbro got me being Uber Prime yeah where I was picking people up celebrities and <laughs> bloggers and stuff and taking for rides and I spent all day in traffic jams just sort of being waved at and fall <laughs> but it obviously did the trick right yeah, yeah. so it was quite a different vehicle so if people remember the original G1 series it yeah, was the yeah. European style truck That's it, yeah. so this is US style truck so it's a bit more difficult to drive in the UK yeah it's obviously left and drive it's got a, obviously a long nose it's got loads of blind spots not got a very good steering lock on it mm-hmm. um, you can't see much in the mirrors what's behind you <laughs> but it's designed to yeah. sort of go in a straight line on like five for a long while yeah. for <laughs> hundreds of miles at a time yeah. which is what it's good at it's got a 15 litre Detroit diesel 600 horsepower engine it's, it's a good truck like yeah it's, it's like it's like my mate as in you know I've spent a lot of time in it and in, in the summer uh, I do all the festivals and everything and, and it's sort mm-hmm. of it's me second home really I spend more time in this one than I do at home like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what's the most favourite event you've done so far um Apart oh. from the amazing transformation, yeah, apart from TF Nation, yeah, I, I've done all sorts of stuff. I mean, believe it yeah. or not, I was at Jeremy Kyle a few weeks ago doing a TV show for Paul Children on Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> but yeah, I've done London Love Mouse Parade, done Hammer's Regent Street Parade, mm-hmm. done quite a lot of things, superhero days and stuff where they've had big fundraising events. Um, we've had days when we've gone out just for a ride round with Bumblebee and Barricade and B2B, mm-hmm. yeah. lockdown, all of us in convoy and he just stops traffic, as in the, the look on people's faces, it's amazing when they look back and they see it all. And obviously, Mm-hmm. The truck does stand out more than the cars. Yeah. So when you're on the motorway, you see people doing that on the other <laughs> side. I was like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. Kids come and then they swimming. notice the rest of them coming yeah. behind. Yeah. What, what happens is they the start accelerating past you, and then when yeah. they get alongside you and realise what it is, then all of a sudden they just seem to hover for ages outside of you, mm-hmm. taking pictures and then trying to get selfies, and they come past you, and they're trying to get a selfie with you in the rearview mirror. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, man, I can just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, they just, just need to get on with you, know? you just need to get where you're yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's, it's nice driving for definite. And, mm-hmm. and if you want to be cheered up and you're a bit fed up, you're just getting that and it just cheers up straight away. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks very much for letting us know right, cool, all yeah. about Optimus Prime. So, over here we have our G1 Beetle. Yep. So, those of you, of you that are fans of the cartoon series will recognise the, the Bumblebee. The original G1 Bumblebee. The original Bumblebee. G1 Bumblebee. Also known as Goldbook, depending That's on right, which yeah, depends on which one you're into on there. Yep. We've also got, at the end of the year, we've got the new film coming out mm-hmm. on there. So, this will become famous yet again. <laughs> On there, so we're looking forward to that. There yep. should be a good uh, little uh, promo there for the Transformers fans mm-hmm. on there, and it also tie in between the two universes as well. Yep. On there, so we're looking forward to that. Um, if you wanted to have a look at anything that we're doing with our Bumblebug on yep. there, if you go on Facebook on there, we've got a page on there, look at Bumblebug, mm-hmm. and then you can follow our exports with the vehicle. This car's a little bit close to your own personal heart. Do you want to explain? who this beautiful vehicle is. This lovely vehicle here, we have a 1977 Chevrolet Camaro, better known to the fans as B2B, mm-hmm. uh, from the 2007 Transformers film. This starts at the beginning of the film with um, Sam Witwicky going to get his first car, mm-hmm. and this is, uh, yeah, 
B2B. Basically, on there, this used to be a Chevrolet press car. It was one of two vehicles that was done as a promo tool by Chevrolet to promote the film on there. This vehicle's been all across Europe and then into the UK as a promo tool. I was lucky enough then to buy off the Chevrolet press department and they're making it a full screen accurate replica of the vehicle that you see in front of you here. It's a beautiful car. I'm Thank you, yeah. It sounds amazing as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's smiles per gallon, as they say. <laughs> yeah, it's a 5.7 Chevrolet Camaro mm-hmm. on there. Um, yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's a lovely bit of kit on there. Good fun to drive. Definitely turn some heads out there. Uh, again, also Facebook page on there if you want yep. to follow us on there. This one is under B2B. Mm-hmm. on there and yeah follow our exploits what we're up to with this one slightly different vehicle uh, you usually get hero vehicles but this is one of the Decepticons the evil Decepticon barricade yes so this had there. a lot of screen time in the first it, it did indeed on there and hopefully mm-hmm. making a comeback in the uh, new G1 film that's coming out at the end of the year mm-hmm. we fingers crossed on there there are rumours that Cade's in it yeah. unconfirmed we shall see <laughs> do you want to explain a little bit about the vehicle yeah this is a 2007 Ford Mustang this is a Celine on there yeah. Ford then sell the Mustang and it goes off to a tuning company called Celine who then strip the vehicle down mm-hmm. they upgrade things like suspension engine yeah. aero package interior loads of modifications and bits on there this vehicle's then been modified from the original Celine platform as well with additional carbon fibre spoilers etc on there all to mash into the barricade movie vehicle on there so it matches exactly on there mm-hmm. and where can we find this card's exploits online on this one this one is under barricade and facebook on there and for if you want to follow the group activities on there transformers car hire mm-hmm. on there you can see everything we're up to and on your website as well and on the website there transformerscarhire.co.uk brilliant thanks very much thank you very much so 20 minutes in now uh just in another ryan and also a shaved ryan so like if he had a good shave he'd definitely look like this guy kind of like a ryan dave massey hybrid more updates to follow are we ready are we ready? Yeah. Who was about last night? Yeah. Who went to the concert? Yeah. Who felt like they were five years old again? Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, without too much delay, the man of the hour, the man, the legend himself, put your hands together for Mr. Stan Boss! so much for last night. It was wonderful and incredible. On behalf of everybody, you really made uh, this incredibly special. So thank you very much. Thanks so much. Thanks. You guys made it special. So my first question to you then is, where did it all start for you? Where did, where did your love for music materialize from? As a kid, I always grew up you know, singing and whatnot. Started playing guitar when I was about 10. Just kind of learned, you know, play bars and all that. Same thing a lot of people do. And came to LA after a while when I got to the uh, early 20s. It's been fun. Um, and when you moved to LA, and by that point, had you already got a contract, or were you still just a budding musician at that point? And how did you really break in? Well, I joined a band in Colorado first for two years, and then we got signed from there and went to Los Angeles. So I went actually with a band in the first place, and then stayed after that and kind of became a solo artist. I don't know why. (laughs) Maybe the Transformers did. So obviously Transformers is the reason that we're all here, is it not? 
original work on the Well, with the touch, Lenny Macaluso, he's uh, my co-writer on the touch. We've written a lot of things together over the years. Like I say, the the original phrase, the touch. I don't know if you remember the movie Iron Eagle Two with Louis Gossett Jr. It's about a, a pilot, you know, an Air Force pilot, and uh, at one point in the movie, he turns to the young pilot and says, "Kid, you got the touch." It's like, oh, you know, idea bomb goes on. Yeah. So that was kind of the inspiration for the title. And Dan? Well, actually, I didn't write there either. Ben Stacola, who did the score, yeah, he wrote that with a guy named Scott Shelley. I, they just got me to sing that one. Like you say, you were originally going for Holbrook, yeah. Stallone, uh, a very iconic movie again of its time. What was your familiarity with Transformers? Because by the time I'm guessing the development was along for the game, the movie had only been out for about a year and a half. So, were you familiar at all with Transformers? Not too much. I had uh, a nephew who had the, one of the toys, and he was like, he could turn it in two seconds from a, a, a robot into a truck. And I, it took me an hour, and I still couldn't do it. <laughs> so that's yeah. I had seen the toy only, you know, that only there. What's his favorite song to play on? Probably the Touch. <laughs> no, not gonna lie, I like that one too. It's. It's a uh, kind of a heartfelt song, you know, about about love. It's all they're all fun. It's a nice song. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And I think that was a testament last night as well. You know, everybody was thoroughly enjoying everything that you did last night. Obviously, you've recorded quite a few albums. Eleven? Uh, well, actually, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, uh, albums. And I think that there's a common thread throughout your music. You know, a message of positivity and being able to overcome. Has that always been something that you you felt a connection to? Well, that that glad you brought that up. The touch kind of was the first one of those, and and after that, it was kind of like I don't know. It became a thing for me, like the anthem, "Believe in yourself, go for it." We, I think, as people, we have a lot more power than we realize. You know, you you have. Everybody's experience, you know, when you get in a situation where you need to really excel and you, you can push yourself and, and do amazing things. Uh-huh. Going back to your, your early days, was Dare in the Touch the, the first professional music that you'd gotten into, something like a movie? Or? Yeah, the first album was on uh, Sony, you know, record CBS, um, and not much happened with that. And then the the Scotty Brothers uh, Stan Bush and Barrage album, that was my first uh, 
was. Well, that, yeah, that was the second album, but the first one that had some in films. Did you go see the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to a screening, saw, you know, the, the, the movie with the, the record label were there, and uh, it was cool. It was in Hollywood, or West, West, Westwood, actually. I, I didn't know really what to think. I hadn't seen a, a folding feature animated film before, and uh, it was cool. Everybody uh, everybody seemed to like it. It was kind of took on a cult following almost uh, after that and became much bigger uh, later, you know, in terms of being a, a fan favorite. Yeah, absolutely. We all kind of like it, don't we? I think a lot of the mystique that, that surrounds it is has to do as well with the fact that they unabashedly just murdered half the cast 30 minutes into the film. Um, to an outstanding soundtrack, I must admit. But you're absolutely right, it's definitely Game of Cold Thunder, and so obviously has the soundtrack, obviously. The Touch and Dare have become synonymous with Transformers, but your legacy with the, the brand has obviously continued throughout the 30 years. I think the next time that you would um, really get involved in the brand was about 1997, wasn't it? When you produced another song for Botcon? Yeah, the Botcon, uh, it was a Till All I Won. In the uh, introduction, you guys played that. Um, yeah, that was uh, like a Transformers theme for, for Botcon. And uh, we released that on, on the Call to Action album. Yeah, so that was, it was also a bonus track on In This Live. So, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, after that, I started doing more bot cons. Every, every year or two, I would do uh, one of those, and then I started having songs in the games, Transformers games, like uh, War for Cybertron and, uh, you know, Hasbro Toys, you know, they, they become really tight with me, and, or me with them, rather. So it's been, it's been pretty cool that over the years. I've, I've been associated with the brand, you know, and uh, it's, it's been really good. I was lucky enough to see Transformers in the cinema when it came out, and uh, at the time I was blown away by the music. And I remember thinking, why is more music repeat this? But I was wondering, what were your thoughts on why do you think the music has endured? Why do you think it resonated so much with the fans? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I think the part of it is the 80s, uh, I always loved the anthems because, you know, you, there's like one phrase or word that, that you sort of shout in the chorus, and that's the one you remember. You know what I mean? Music changed after that in the 90s and, and beyond. Uh, that kind of 80s anthem thing went away uh, to, a, to a large extent. And I think people like that, though. You, I remember in the old days, you'd hear a song and you'd, you'd remember it, you know? Just like Warrior from the new album, which is a, a great, yeah, yeah. punchy song, yeah. We've got another question over here. Did you know that somebody uh, rewrote uh, the chorus of the Tetra a little bit like for a funny YouTube uh, Transformers stop motion? But instead of you got the touch, you got the power, it's you got the force, you got the butter. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, another one over here. Hi. Um, what was your first reaction when you when you heard the touch uh, uh, playing in, in, during that dramatic scene in the movie? Oh, uh, yeah, when Optimus Prime, the whole thing. Yeah, 
it was great. That was a really um, emotional moment, you know. Yeah, it was cool. I was in there performing with Vince Nicola. Oh, Vince is great. He's, he's awesome. Really, uh, like a virtuoso and kind of, you know, his keyboard technique's amazing. The guy's got, you know, he plays all that, you know, that stuff in there that he can do all that stuff live, you know. Most people have to use a, a sequencer computer, you know, to, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, Vince is amazing. We, um, I think it was at 97 BotCon, he and I did a set together. Um, he did, well, we did a few songs together, and then he did some of his uh, score, scoring stuff, and uh, and I performed some of my things, you know, alone, and uh, it was cool. When you record for a movie, do you get to know what the movie's like, or do you record a song and then they put it to the movie how they want it? Well, that's a good question. I think, you know, back then I think you would write specifically for a movie more. Nowadays I think they have this, uh, they search for the songs later, you know, and I don't necessarily write a song for a movie, but like, like I just said about the touch was with the Stallone movie in mind, a lot of times you, if you don't, you, you don't write something too specific because you don't know if it's going to be, where it's going to be used. But even like the touch, let's say, that could be about a lot of things, you know, uh, not specifically Transformers. Some dares had a bit of a resurgence when it was being used in the Netflix series Glow. Did they get to with you before that? Yeah, yeah, they um, they did, and uh, it was a really cool usage. They had Entertainment Weekly did a, a story about that major magazine in the U.S. and they had the, they talked about the journey and they, they had my name and a, and a paragraph about me. So it was pretty cool uh, as far as PR. A lot of people saw that. It was uh, not too long ago. That's this past year. I was just about to ask a similar uh, question about the touch, which has been used a number of times in different uh, movies and series. I was wondering how you reacted and enjoyed those, and if I dare say, in particular, Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I saw it when I saw Boogie Nights. Well, first I heard it was going to be in the, the movie with uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, and uh, you, you're probably familiar with the movie. But yeah, that was a very high-profile uh, movie, a big movie. It was funny, I, you may not know this, but just last year, I was doing a Hascon, which is Hasbro's BotCon, you know, they, they did a, started a, their first Transformers convention in Providence, Rhode Island, where the Hasbro headquarters. Anyway, we did uh, a concert there, and backstage, before I went on, Mark Wahlberg was just coming off stage, and uh, I saw him, and he comes walking by, and I said, you got the touch. He turns and says, how did I do in the movie? I said, it was great. And he, he comes over about a couple minutes later with his phone and he stands next to me and he starts singing, After all is said and It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, as a legend and rock star to many, who is your hero or favorite rock star? Oh, wow. Probably my favorite singer of all time is Lou Graham from Foreigner. The, the guy is like amazing, especially, you know, back in the day. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I love his voice and. Uh, as far as an artist, uh, probably Don Henley. I, I like his writing style. He's uh, from the Eagles, you know. Just a question, I don't know if you know this at all, um, but in the upcoming Bumblebee movie, because it's set in the 1980s, is Dare or You Got the Touch possibly playing a part in it? Or do you not say? I, I can't say officially, but uh, but it looks pretty good for the touch. Thank you very much.
on that subject, uh, I was at just at Comic Con like three weeks ago. Uh, Paramount Studios uh, had me do a, a panel, and they they had me open the panel uh, by by singing the Touch, and there was seven thousand people. It was a huge, you know, the, uh, the big hall at, at Comic Con, and uh, saying the Touch, and of course they had the people, the, the star from the uh, the new Bumblebee movie, and the, the director, huge fan by the way, good guy. Uh, so so this will be the first, uh, you know, non non Michael Bay. One, you know. Um, What's the story about um, how you managed to get um, Capture the Dream, the Olympics, that um, what, oh, How did that come about? Now that that one we wrote for the Olympics. Um, me and a couple of other guys. Um, Capture the Dream was uh, intended to be, you know, we pitched it for the Olympics, and they used it for NBC, on, you know, on the broadcast, Olympic broadcast. Um, yeah, Capture the Dream uh, was was mainly inspired. By the Olympics, but it, I, it was it was pretty cool writing that. It was like I sort of wrote down every cliche I could think of. <laughs> okay, I use this word here and this one here. Do you come from a musical background? So, for example, um, growing up, was your family musical or was it? Yeah, pretty much. My mom uh, played played piano in church, and uh, my uh, my older brother is a bass player. Uh, he originally started on guitar and then switched to bass. My uh, younger sister is a singer, so yeah, kind of a musical family. Right. So great encouragement then all the way through, I would say. Yeah. You've done, of course, a lot of uh, fan projects, be uh, it uh, conventions or YouTube videos and stuff like that. What has been your favorite experience with your fans? With what? Favorite experience with fans? Oh, with fans? Mainly last night. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean it, it was, it was awesome. I don't think I've ever gotten that kind of reception before. But, uh, now you mentioned, his, he said his favorite song, but we'll say a little prayer. That was from the 90s, I did an album, uh, The Child Within. Um, that, I don't know, each of the last few albums, it, besides the motivational rock stuff, I also try to do things that are more like a little bit spiritual you know like like all of us are searching for, for meaning in life you know and uh i don't know it's just i think it's cool to to uh like i said before um each of us has you know inside us we have a lot of amazing things we you know people don't realize we don't realize how strong we are and how powerful we are you know as people and uh you know you have faith and you believe and uh you know we we, we uh I don't know, we really can change the world, metaphorically, you know, it's like, you know what I'm saying. Sorry, before I get to your question, um, if you were a transformer, what would you transform into? <laughs> 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 That's a good question. Maybe a VW. <laughs> I had a, a VW bus when I was a kid, uh, you know, a teenager, uh, you know, the, the van, the van, so maybe that. Have you got one? You got one. Go on, then. And as you said, uh, suggested guitar would be the first transformer. The transformer with guitar. Oh, there you go, transformer into a guitar. That's a good idea. Uh, right, okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's about time for us, I'm afraid. But um, I, before Stan leaves the stage, um, we did uh, thank him last night, didn't we, in our own unique way? Uh, do you think we can do that again?
So, good portion into the day now. I'm on about 12 Ryans now. Viv, how do you feel that there's so many people who look like Ryan here? Is it confusing? Yes, it can be very confusing. Have you tried to approach someone who looks like Ryan yet? And uh, not here, no. <laughs> there is there is a lot of, there is a lot of Ryan, but then there's a lot of me's here as well. So it's kind of like I feel like we're being both represented in a in a fair in a fair way. But definitely up to 12 rounds so far. So we're here at Results World at Vortex Gaming Arcade. It's very noisy. It is very noisy. It's very, very busy, actually. I'm surprised how busy it was. Viv and I came yesterday as we're stopping here for the night, but much quieter and a bit more relaxed. Why are you stopping here for the night? Because we're at Transformers Nation, which is at the residential convention, and we've got a great hotel deal at Resorts World. Did you not feel like you could use public transport? No. It's comfy on the bus. Well, with all the public transport issues we've been having over the last week or so. And what's the hotel room experience been like for you? It's been a very nice experience. And is it as good as the cinema experience? Mm, slightly better. There is a cinema here, Ryan. Will you be going for an experience at the cinema? Going for the cinema experience at the cinema, no. What games are you intending to play at Vortex when you have an experience here? Well, there's a Jurassic Park game. I'm looking forward to that one. How have we managed to get 40 credits on our cards? With our VIP Results World card, which matches £5 for a £5 spend. We're going to play some games, and then we'll come back and talk about the games we play and the experience we had with them. Yes, we will. Ryan and Viv, you've won some tokens. How many? We don't know. Many. How did you get them? Out of the machine. What were you playing, Viv? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> like a grabber token thing. Yeah. What do you want to buy with your tokens? Well, there is a sweet sports car up there for 20,000 tokens, but I don't think we'll get them. Oh, wow. That's like a proper little car. Callan Danes could fit in that car. Wow. So I've just been playing like some game where you shoot like water at a screen, kind of like plants versus zombies. That's quite cool. I don't know like if shooting water at a screen is a good idea necessarily, but um, I enjoyed it. There's a lot of choice in here, but they're all really bizarre games. Uh, I have like 35 credits left to use and I don't know what to play on. Um, too many choices. Brian, guess what I've been just been doing? I've been uh, teabagging. I've been tossing some beanbags. <laughs> So Ryan, how many tickets have you managed to acquire? About 1,200. And what will you get with that? I have no idea. We'll check out the prizes afterwards. What games did you play? The Fruit Machine. We've played the Ticket Zone and the Hamster's Ball I got, and Ski Ball. I got to spin a giant wheel. I also played Space Invaders on a very big screen and it was quite unsettling. And uh, me and Phil went on a Jurassic journey. How many tickets altogether? 1,513. So what is taking your eye on the table here? I'm quite liking the little Pac-Man plushies down here. You could get a pool wind-up UFO. Yeah. That looks insane. A mug with a smiley face on it. I mean, we could get a drinking roulette set. We could get a mini ping-pong table. No, we haven't got enough points for the mini ping-pong table. You could get a drinking roulette set. Get a bat. I mean, to be fair, these prizes ain't great, are they? I mean, the duck fishing game is a tempting offer. 
Go to your local arcade for fun games. I'm joined by Andy, who's one of the organisers of Transformers Nation. Andy, how do you feel this year has gone? I mean, it seems to be building up every year and year. We do seem to set ourselves the challenge of how can we top next year? So how we go, what, ne- what we're going to do next year is going to top last year. Yes. Yeah. So I was just trying to do something different. Uh, I kind of said it in a few panels I've been sort of party to and sort of been host of is I don't want to get us in the, mo- the model of it's going to be this year's so and so or this year's yeah. book, this year's comic, this year's uh, after dinner, whatever. It's like let's try and do something different. And we're all mm-hmm. all of the same same opinion. So when we're all getting together for a planning meeting, it's like, yeah. Everyone just shoots out ideas, and there's not really much that's off the table unless it's unfeasibly expensive in terms of cost. And just sometimes things work out. Like, I don't think anyone would expect it. We'd have Stan Bush. Yeah, out there. I mean, that's one joy of Transformers Day. You always find is you guys shoot for the moon and you deliver constantly. Uh, that's kind of the thing. You should kind of look at okay, here's our idea, then make, figure out how are we going to make it work. Which is yeah. probably not the the best for our blood pressure, our, <laughs> our hair lines, and hair colours. But yeah. that's what we sort of commit to, and it's it's just great that. So bizarre how people come up and just thank you for it. I said, well, well it's, it's, it's for you guys. It's, again, if people didn't enjoy it, we wouldn't do it. Yeah. So. I mean, do you want to explain the process of going through organising such a giant residential convention? Because oh. it must start the day after you finish. Uh, literally, it does. Uh, we Normally, if, if we're here for a couple of days afterwards, we'll sit and start shooting ideas or, or looking at what went wrong. Because the thing is, Sunday night we'll have our little pat on the back moment of, yeah, we nailed it, we smashed it, yes. Monday it's like game face on right what we, what didn't go well let's start going for that yeah and then we just usually have a meeting and sort of what's our theme what we're we looking at guest wise and that kind of all evolves together and everyone kind of and it's trying to basically appeal to everyone because anyone who spends more than 30 seconds in my company will know I'm obsessive about Thunder Clash and Generation 2 <laughs> so it'd be a very narrow theme convention if I was in charge <laughs> so everyone kind of goes well what about yeah. this what about that and we just kind of then pull together I mean, that's the other thing with Transformers, but a lot of people don't realise it's come on so much from the Generation 1 yeah, days. Oh yes. And you've had over 30 years now of backstory and comics and the films, and it's all this giant melting pot of creativity that Transformers has. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just trying to make sure that we've got something that appeals to everybody. So we've got sort of like old school Marvel UK guys, so for the, to cover sort of the comic side of things, because the UK's kind of always had that entrenched, the comic was the important thing for our generation, because it went, with, went on satellite TV at yeah. the end of series one, so most of us saw it infrequently through VHSs it was a comic that was mm-hmm. the thing and the letters page told us the comic was a lie and yeah. like, like all of obedient nine year olds we believe the letters page <laughs> and then you go on it so yeah. they got like the next sort of Beast Wars brought in a whole new fans and I'd say probably the Armada year is probably the one that's brought yeah. a lot more into the fan base over, over that point yeah so Transformers animated yeah, and even that's more the new one now that's the next, the next yeah. one there's always sort of one property when it comes back yeah. we're just always going to go we'll stick and so it's just trying to make sure that there's something to cater for everyone so it's whether it be voice actors it's quite good getting Aaron Archer in the, for the yeah. toys aspect because we had Emilio, Emiliano in year one so he kind of did yeah. toy design I know some of the artists have done a little bit of toy design like Nick Roach Drew Springer yeah. which was basically the design for the toy and then you had the yeah. amazing Bob Budiansky yeah. last year who pretty much wrote the backstory for 90 so of you kind of take a couple of boxes with that yeah. so it's just kind of trying to make sure that there's a, a guest that's going to appeal to everybody or a panel or just something on offer that's going to yeah. tick that box which yeah I mean one of the things I love about Transformers Nation you have an hour's panel yeah. in the power room at the end of every con- convention where anybody who's come and attended can come and sit down and just give you a bit of feedback and yeah. say what they really enjoyed what they'd like to see next year well, well the thing is people will happily kind of stop us and just say I've got an idea uh, but last year gentlemen kind of, we were always just sitting there starting our ideas and he mentions like in 
in previous the, we, some of us were involved not assembly in the venue last year I had like a fanzine workshop in one of the smaller panels where people would just come in all weekend and make stuff mm-hmm. and said that was a nice quiet place can you bring something like that back and so we kind of started smaller this year with yeah. sort of the culinary of the kids it's in line of sight of where I'm based most of the time or Ed so there's always someone responsible keeping an eye on things so but next year we'll try and make that a bit bigger I think because mm-hmm. But that's it, it's just I mean, and again this is another joy it's a family fun convention it's fun well, rather for everybody to come rather through. cynically we are going for a family demographic because uh, people my age if they're into Transformers will either be regular attendees or will have been here at least once yeah. so we don't we've kind of maxed out the limit of the late 30s early 40s guys <laughs> my age basically they, right? yeah, we're, we're already here <laughs> and in a few years if we don't get fresh blood in it's going to become very decrepit very old also very then very early as well, but like eight yeah. o'clock will be in our beds. So. <laughs> but it's great to see that I've seen so many young Transformers fans wandering oh. around, and it's a generational thing now. Yeah. Parents are bringing their children to this event, and it's great to see that that generation being fostered into oh. the Transformers Again, community. When it was the when position for the exclusive this year for the Ladybird book, the idea was yes, it's a nostalgia thing for the likes of us going, oh, this is this is this takes me back to my childhood. But we've got enough attendees here with our, with young kids, or it's like, oh, look, I can actually read that to my, to my kids. It's such a great sharing experience. Like, let me mm-hmm. let me teach you what I kind of got yeah. in a slightly different style. But no, it's just Great, yeah. just that's the thing. Is just trying to do something new. Yeah. Again, every year, let's try and shake things up a little bit. The forge has come on in leaps and bounds from like year one yeah. to year three. Oh, and the displays at the back of the room they are ah, absolutely no, beautiful. The, exactly. Well, we didn't have that the first year, which meant and the forge was kind of a little bit out of the way, so it didn't get the footfall. Because if, if you didn't go out one set of doors. You yeah. wouldn't naturally flow into it, so you'll have to hear people go, oh no, by the way, this really fantastic corner of the, it exists, yeah. but half the people didn't know about it. So we've got the display area and... And you've got right some beautiful, brilliant fan creators and some beautiful it's, indie work going on. Well, it's kind of sickening because I do a little bit myself and every time you kind of walk down the table, you go, why do I even bother? I should just give up now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the quality of stuff oh, is it's so just, good. Yeah. Everyone, it's like it levels up every year, so I'm frightened to think what they're going to do next. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wouldn't... Wouldn't put past in five years, someone will have their own animated cartoon that they made themselves in here. It's like, oh, look what I've done. I mean, with the cosplay as well, yeah. like every year you seem to top your films with standards. Oh, they got, they're just so amazing. I mean, I was in on the, doing the EV for the panel there, and it was just what, even just sitting there looking at it, and it's like all the, the lights and it's like the working electronics yeah. and all these, and quite delicate bits about costume as well. And you're like, I mean, it's, where do you begin? I mean, it's something going to get movie quality very soon. Pretty much, it? and it's kind of like it does appear. It's like witchcraft. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> Tell us your mysteries. <laughs> but it's fantastic. I, I think we're quite good in that in terms of we've always had that. And it kind of evolved from people just coming up in costumes anyway, and then yeah. just appearing. Like, let's make a part of the event because everyone loves it. And it's just, yeah. I, I couldn't do it myself just because it's kind of impractical running the length of the, <laughs> the, the hotel from one room to the other. Yeah, and sort of cardboard and. And I mean, it's a fantastic team you get yeah. fantastic volunteers every time well, as well it's, it's the whole thing it's a massive team effort it's, you, you take one away it all kind of does fall down a little bit you've got like the, the mates are absolutely fantastic and getting sort of the yeah. back end of the electronics the website getting everything sorted mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dave Ruck in terms of organisational skills Tori in terms of guest liaison and sort of sorting that side out yeah. and me and Ed doing all the mad designs and making sure it's as colourful as it can be Yeah. and making sure that our volunteers get hot pink t-shirts yeah <laughs> It's absolutely fantastic. I can't yeah. thank you guys enough for letting us down here and wandering around and no, it's packing about. Uh, hopefully a few people will see it who have been and will yeah. come back to it. So, uh, yeah, and oh. already ready for tw- Transformers Not 2019. Uh, we started work on that in 2020 already, to be fair. So. <laughs> yeah, and you can find all the information at tfnation.com. I'm sure you'll be releasing information about next year pretty much as soon as this one's done. Uh, yeah, pay attention to the closing ceremony. <laughs>
Brilliant. Thanks very much. No, thank you very much. So, Ryan, what you don't know is uh, while I've been walking around to that, I've been playing a game called Ryan's and trying to find out how many Ryan's I've seen. Now, I've actually lost track of the number. I, I mean, I am Ryan Prime. So you count I as... I have the Autobot Matrix of Ryan-ness. You count as the 15th Ryan because you're the I'm... original Ryan, <laughs> but there, is, there has been a lot of Ryan's spotted Ryan today. Yeah. Um, so that's been my fun game for the day. Ryan spotting Ryan's. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen a lot of Ryan's, including the Ryan. Mm-hmm, the, the original. The, the original Ryan, yeah, like the vintage Ryan. <laughs> the, uh, Custom one-off model. The 1984 Ryan. <laughs> 83, Jeeky You don't want to admit that you're older than you are, Ryan Harris. Hey, I, I'm happy being at 35. So if you, if you go to a convention, play this new fun game, Ryan's. So... Explain the game Ryan's in. You just have to go around looking for people that like Ryan. So what do I look like? Uh, A man with a beard and an afro sort of thing going on. It's not an afro. It's it's got a side party. A little bit of an afro going on. Uh, I had my beard amazingly sculpted yesterday by Shepherd. Shepherd's barbers in town. This is him trying to get more stuff for free. Um, so a beard, glasses, and a, a bit of a bit of an afro going on, and that's how you play Ryan's. The glasses have to look like the '50s style with a little silver tip. No, you can you can take anybody with glasses. It's uh, that's, like, that's that's Ryan's for you. Mm-hmm. Next time it's going to be Callan's. There's not enough children in the world for this. <laughs> As our convention newbies, Phil and Viv, how has your Transformers Nation experience been? Phil starts off. It's been really good. I enjoyed it. It was uh, interesting. What's been your favourite part? The cos we just watched people being judged <laughs> cos cosplay wise. It was quite. It was fascinating. Yeah, it doesn't mean like it's a Roman. <laughs> no, it's the Pretenders cosplay section. So yeah, they, some... they were all queuing up to be uh, judged for later. It was uh, very interesting. Yeah, there's been some fantastic cosplays that one. There was a man dressed as a robot, and I liked it. Lots yes. of lots of LEDs I've noticed this time around. Yeah, uh, there, there was a full-on like iPad type thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that, that was pretty good. The cars, so they had Optimus Prime and two Bumblebees. Yes, and I don't know the other one. That was a barricade car. from the movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. One of the, I think it was the 70s Camaro and the original VW Bug Bumblebee. Yes. And the big Optimus Prime. Little robot dinosaur thing, which was awesome. It was really cute. I was surprised how cheap that was. Okay. 80 80 pounds. Yes. And it was a lot of customization afterwards. So it was like a Jurassic Park thing, right? It was a Jurassic Park Basically, they skinned it. Yes. Yeah. And then they'd turn it into this big mechanical thing. And I think it was a lot of extra parts that they put in. But for a base item, that's a lot of good stuff to put in there. Not bad, not bad. Viv, what was your favourite part? Viv needs to explain about the, the, the iPad cosplay that Phil was just talking about. I'm dancing as I'm saying this. I'm dancing. Um, I would say that the cosplay I also really enjoyed. The costume that Guy's referring to. One person had like a screen as a head and the screen was actually a monitor. <laughs> That's just a weird thing to hear. Someone, someone had a screen like an iPad or a big 10-inch tablet that had been swapped yeah. into the front of the yeah, costume basically as a, the face. It was a monitor and then the person had VR goggles on behind. So they could see through yeah. through the big mm-hmm. pad of their face. And then uh, they had a remote control to control the phrases that were coming up on the monitor. Um, but yeah, the cosplay was really good. It's probably the one I most enjoyed most because um, just the time and effort that the people have put into these costumes. Yeah. And you know, it's not cheap, and some of these people have been spending years to do yeah. to make them. It so. was really interesting watching them 
be relieved to, to, to so various heads being taken off, you know, things being so removed. See a little bit after. behind, yeah, the yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I liked the way that like we were waiting to go in, and then it was like, no, if you're not cosplay, go to the main room, Ryan. You were like, hang on a minute. Oh yeah, no, no. Was, do you know that we're geeky from me? Like, uh, like we rolled R- in. R- Ryan just uh, you know Bill's swept been, swept in. Bill's been a tripod carrier. Yeah, all yeah, weekend. yeah. I've, I've, I've definitely uh, <laughs> yeah. been. Uh, and it was kind of like, Phil, come to my aid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guy, what was uh, your favourite thing? I quite like the facilities because I've needed them a lot today. So, facilities, always good. No, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's It's been good. Um, it's always it's always good fun. Um, people like collecting Transformers. I like seeing people buy Transformers. Yeah. I, like, I always like going through the, like, the bar area mm-hmm. and then watching everybody play with their new purchases that they've got like it, literally it, so much it's, it's, like Christ- wonder. it's like Christmas yeah. morning like, people just sat there playing with their Transformers that they've got in their hands and like obviously uh, me being a rare record collector mm-hmm. like it's when I get a new rare record it's like oh I finally got it so for these guys it must be like oh yes I finally got mm-hmm. I don't know Bumblebee or Optimus Prime <laughs> The two um, Transformers that guy. Yeah, 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 I know those yeah. ones. Um, or Megatron or Starscream. Yeah, or that was the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed Ryan talking about um, about about lorries. Yes. That was enjoyable to me. Yeah, I interviewed the guy who uh, looks after Hasbro's giant Optimus Prime robot lorry in actual performing lorry mode. That was quite interesting. I did me. not go in any cars, but yeah. you guys all went in cars. Yes. I don't have a license. So I, I feel I could have. I think my favourite bit was pulling Optimus Prime's horn. I actually got to make oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. And according to Phil, cleaners from the hotel yeah, yeah, to yeah. the windows <laughs> to, see to, to see what was going on. Yeah, It was peering out of windows to see what was going on. Uh, I enjoyed the colouring that I did. So yes. I, I did some, sat there did some colouring earlier, which um, I think if you go on to give me Twitter, you can see why I coloured. Yeah. And we may give it away as a prize. Um, it may be a prize, yeah. Should we have a question? What's the question? What could, we, what, what could be the question? What are the two Transformers in the picture that Guy is colouring in? Yeah, there we go. If you can answer yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I don't even know that. <laughs> if you know the answer to that. Do you know, actually know the answer to that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So if you know the answer, message at Geeky on Twitter, and you can win the picture that I drew. I even put two kisses on it from me, so it's my art. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Brian, what did you enjoy? Sitting in Optimus Prime. Sat in Which means you're just going to say sitting down then. Like, oh, no, do you want, I just enjoyed the whole weekend. I just oh, like sitting down. had a down. good sit down. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's always a great experience here at TF Nation because... It's great to see people who love something come together as a community. And, yeah. And it's always so welcoming and it's always really friendly. Thank you for joining us on Geeky Brimmy this week and thank you for joining us to celebrate the amazingness that is Transformers Nation. You can find us in the week at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and online at geekybrummy.com. But for now, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.